We live. Welcome back. Whatever happened to Mace? That's Welcome one of my favorite back. songs, too. Welcome back. Hey, man. How you been, man? I've been good. I came back from a funeral about a couple weeks ago, but it's good. Okay. I've been good, too. Didn't go to any funerals, uh, but I've been good. Gucci. Um, Cicada's out, so that's the thing. Scary? I haven't seen them yet, but people have. People have been spotting them here and there like a ghost. But you have long hair now, so it's like. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to get on me. What? I know you were just talking about <laughs> every you, time you walk in, you got to check your whole body. <laughs> do you remember how it was 17 years ago? Yeah, but I don't remember them being on me. Sometimes they get stuck on your shirt without you knowing. Maybe. You might be right. I don't remember that. Well, you have long hair, so blessings to you. That's with me. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. Earlier this week, we was talking about, like, uh, you know, can we can't I date somebody with ambition? And I said yes, but not due to like them being ambitious in their own career, but more so to the ability of being able to um you know, push me, you know. If if I say I was gonna do something, I would like some and, and I'm not putting up my all or my best forward, mm-hmm. best foot forward, you know, I, I would like an ambitious woman to be like, Yo, you say you was gonna do this, let's you know, like what's going on? Um, but that spun up the conversation of who can check you and who can't. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of want to, you know, dig a little bit deeper into that conversation. I think that was that was a that was an interesting uh, conversation we was having. Who go check me, huh? Is that <laughs> is that the lyric? I don't think so. Oh. Who going to stop me? Who going to stop me, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, because earlier you had you had uh, a pretty... Like earlier last week uh, or this week, uh, you had a conversation with a couple of the guys, and you was kind of like telling them, like, "Yo, we gotta do better." Of course. Or, or yo, if, you, if this is something that you want to pursue, make sure like this is like you're serious about it, mm-hmm. and this is the steps that you probably need to take. And so it was, and then also you had a conversation with somebody earlier um, about you know giving advice to your friends. If you're their best friend, you're close to them, mm-hmm. and you don't have to wait till they ask for your advice. Um, so yeah, so you know, I kind of wanted to touch on that. Like, who do you feel like you could check, or who do you feel can check you, and around the people that you love and care about, or even people that you don't care about and love. Well, put like this: people I don't care about, I don't have an interest for. Okay. So I, I don't even use energy to speak to them really. But that's the thing. When I'm talking to my friends or best friends and things like that, I don't view it as checking. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, okay. I, I, I view it as, oh, I see where this may lead to. I just want to see if you're aware. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, in a friendship, I view it as I want to be proactive. I don't want to be so much reactive to where. I wait till something happened and then we are worried about or trying to fix things mm. because I I don't know if I'm that well of a fixer. Yeah. Then like someone that could be like, yo, there's there's someone or there's something around the corner. You may want to make sure you cross your T's and dot your I's. Okay. Um, when it comes to me being checked, 
I don't think there's a lot of people who I allow to check me. And I don't know if that's right. Maybe my brother, maybe. You get what I'm saying? Because that's my superior. But outside of that, I can't think of anyone that can check me outside of my friends. Outside mm-hmm. of like you and my guys. Like it's just a equal playing field. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I agree with that. Um I, I don't see a lot of people being able to check me. However, I'm I'm open. So this is something that I've personally been working on because uh, even as a kid, like I always been the type of guy or person to really feel like I knew it mm-hmm. already. Like I know what I'm doing. And like, you know, you guys could go back a couple of episodes ago, not a couple of episodes, like back to season one where I said, like, it wasn't until I started getting things wrong repeatedly mm-hmm. after somebody told me like, hey, you're doing this wrong or you're going down the wrong path. That I was like, okay, maybe I should take a step back. Now, the person who told you that, was it someone you trusted? Or was it just someone that was just like a person that just know the route that you was taking? Both. Okay. So, both in work and, you know, in my personal life. I think, you know, you just got to weigh what the, the situation is. So, mm. are they more experienced in this field? Like, for example, my mother would tell me certain things about real estate. Don't really know too much about real estate, but she would tell me certain things about real estate mm. that is just not the typical way of doing things in the real estate, you know, sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you just got away, like, okay, the, she might not really understand why I'm doing this or why I'm going about, you know, this deal a certain way. Whereas, like, for example, she might tell me certain things about, like, life or, you know, 30s or. You know, uh, getting ready to to move into a new new decade of, of your life, mm-hmm. and that's something that you know you want to be conscious of because you know she been through it, or other thirty year olds been through it, and you know you just weigh like, okay, is this a path that I want to take? Is this something that I should think about? Mm-hmm. Um, so like things like that. Whereas like for example, in my career, I had engineers that were more senior than me that said, uh, I don't know if this is the right path. Like, you know, I, I would double check and me being stubborn, especially earlier on in my career would be like, oh, I know this is the right path. Get to a certain point. Be like, wow, I didn't see this coming. OK, <laughs> having to redo the whole work the mm. way that the senior engineer told me to do it in the first place. So like things like that over time have really humbled me. Uh, just, you know, me being wrong about certain things. And even when my mother, you know, my mother would tell me certain things back in my early 20s. I just wouldn't take heed to, and then it would bite me in, in, in the butt later on in life. Mm. And so it was like things like that. It was like okay, maybe I should back off and then just just take take notice. So I, I'm a, I'm a little bit more open to advice. I think it's more so like what you were saying earlier on. Like if somebody says, "Hey, just be aware, like this might happen," mm-hmm. and being like, "Okay, let me just you know pause a little bit." really analyze the situation and see, okay, is this the path I'm going down? Versus, I don't think a lot of people can just be like, yo, you you messing up. Yeah, but I think from the example that I just gave, I want to know from your perspective, is there different types of checking? Meaning like, there's the, hey, I don't think you should do this, you know? And then there's the, you was wrong. Yeah. You do like, do like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it, it's almost like it's correction. Maybe, I mean, there's not a lot of people that I feel that can correct me more than someone that can check me. 
if you come to me or, or maybe it's the how if if you come to me like hey have you thought about this yeah have you uh done this maybe you should do that that's more i guess i can accept that more than someone coming to me saying chris you're wrong you need to apologize or you need to fix this because it's like then my ego start to flare up and i'm like who are you talking to do you get what i'm saying yeah and it's interesting because the thing is, it's like, uh-huh, see, the thing is, shout out to the podcast. Shout out to the podcast. Shout man. out to Olivia Dope. Shout out to woman. the podcast. Um, but yeah, no. So I was just thinking about this because what we try to do a lot of times in this podcast, it's like we try to change definitions. Okay. <laughs> so it's like we always try to make it seem like, oh, ego is not a bad thing. Oh, check. Well, I do. I, I won't put that on you because you're like ego is bad, you know, or ego is ego. Um, so I don't I, like I, I don't know. I guess checking has a negative connotation, mm-hmm. but any type of criticism has a negative connotation. I, I feel like even if you, if not even you, like anybody came up to me and was like, "Hey man, I feel like you, you know, if you do this and do that, a little you, you, you know, you be in a better spot." Mm-hmm. Like my ego is gonna be like who? Like initially, like like yo, who who are you? Yeah. I mean. I, I learned how to take my time, so that's not the first reaction that you know that you hear from me. But that's my first initial like that's my reaction, my mm-hmm. first reaction. Like who are you? So I think any type of like correction is going to hurt your ego, and I guess it goes back to the 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 how. But I guess the how is also dependent on how serious the situation is. That's true. Because certain certain situations is not as serious, right? Like if you know if if for example you see me. And I got like a monkey shirt on. <laughs> like I'm, you know, past my mid twenties, I got like this big monkey on my t shirt. And like, boy, you need to you need to switch up your wardrobe. You can't be dressing up like a kid. <laughs> like that's that's a cool versus like you childish. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like boy, you childish. Like you a grown man now. Like mm-hmm. what are you doing wearing like mm-hmm. that's that's that doesn't match the, the circumstance versus like if if you if you know I'm married, I got two kids, and I'm out here on the streets, and I'm you know I talking to this person, this person. That's when you like, boy, what are you doing? I'm about like, to say you doing you about to you messing like yeah. this is what you want to do. Like yeah. you have a whole family at home. And this is this is what you doing mm-hmm. at thirty something at twenty you know twenty something. Like this is this is what you. So I think it matches like the situation, how serious the situation can be if you don't correct it. Yeah. So. Based on everything you just gave and explained, who can check you? I think, I think anybody can check me. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say that. You think so? I, I think my ego won't let anybody check me. Okay. Which is something that I, I'm working on. But I, as far as like law, if you feel like I'm wrong, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you speak your piece. But it has to be objective. It could be whatever. Like I'm a. Like, there was I remember hearing somebody speak. They said like sometimes people are mad rude, but they do have some truth in it. Mm. And sometimes you just gotta filter through the the BS to to catch to find that truth. And so, I think you know if somebody came up to me and started talking crazy, I'm probably gonna come talk to the guys and like guess what this guy's, <laughs> and then we're gonna joke about it and laugh about it, and then I'm gonna go ahead and keep doing what I was doing, mm-hmm. like versus like. If somebody said like the only time I I think I would be hurt if there was like a lot of truth, really mixed with insults, but it was something. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
like if there's no truth and somebody's saying like boy you know you know like i don't know what they would say about me here i don't want to give anybody ammo but if they say a bunch of dumb stuff like mm-hmm. you know like you don't really understand cold like i don't know like just dumb stuff that weren't true I probably wouldn't be affected by it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. It's like somebody who can't drum telling you you're a bad drummer. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, but that's why. I, I heard you drum. <laughs> but but that's why I'm like, who can check you? Because I'm like, does it usually have to be a superior to you compared to someone who's inferior to you? Even, let's say, if it's, even if it's your job. Yeah. And someone, let's say you're the senior coder of the company or whatever. Yeah. And... An intern comes and criticize your code. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, would you take that the same way as your superior coming to be like, Chen, I think you need to look over that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I think, I think titles or, or maybe not titles, but depending who the person is matter if they can check you. You know what I mean? That's why I said in the beginning, I don't know a lot of people who can check me. Um, I feel like my friends can check me, but I feel like they won't check me. Because I'm like the nucleus of of, of the friend group. Mm. So it's almost like depending on me to make sure that I have my ish together more than uh, me just out here doing what I want to do. Yeah. And I feel like that's how my, my lady view me too. My lady view me as a good guy. You get what I'm saying? Like, like I think before, I feel like if my lady got checked me a lot, she just going to leave me. You get what I'm saying? Like, like That makes sense. Like, it's not going to be a lot of correction. It's more going to be like, oh... You're not the guy who I thought you was. I'm out. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's not gonna be a lot of back and forth when it comes to that. I don't know a lot of people who can check me, hmm. or I would allow to check me. So when you say allow, like, like you mean like you would shut it down, or like because it's like you know, as soon as they start checking you, there's not nothing you could do outside. Like, I'll probably back. shut it down. I I'll probably shut it down immediately. I probably go to like who are you talking to, which is not healthy, which is not right, but it has to be. That's why I said the only one that I feel like I can do it is probably my brother. You know, I, I I should give you a good example, right? I've been working out trying to lose this weight and things like that, and of course I I'm not letting nobody know that I'm not out here broadcasting that, yeah, right? Yeah. I showed you was on the phone with my sister one time. My man's gonna have the Facebook post. Oh, no. Six months ago. Oh yeah. Me now. Oh yeah. I'm definitely having a split. I'm definitely having a split. The split screen post, right? But I should. I should be working out. Yeah. And I was on the phone with my sister. Yeah. Right. And she was like, and she braced me for it. She was like, Chris, like seriously, like honestly, you need to lose weight. You need to start eating vegetables. You need to start drinking water. You need to start yeah. losing weight. But I already started doing it. She just yeah. didn't know. It took everything within me. To not, I'm not gonna say snap, yeah, but to be like, mind your business. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, because it's it's go back to your point. I think it hurts more, not from who, but you know, it's like, dang, it is true. I did let myself get a little crazy yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah. You know, this ain't this ain't pandemic 15. You get what I'm saying? Like, like this is pandemic 50. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I think you have a point with it's like if it's wrapped with truth, it kind of like. But there's a other factor to it. It's also like if you're doing it, like you don't want to hear it. Of course. Like, and I think that's also an issue, like, right? So I think that's probably the, for me, the biggest issue is like, you don't really understand what's going on behind the scenes. 
you don't really understand the the work that I'm putting in, and then you come in to tell me. So I think that might be an issue. But like, like I don't know. Like, do you do you like go off on them? And maybe this is also an ego thing. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't like to explain things to people. I don't okay. like to be like, yo, this is what I'm doing. This is how. You know, I ain't trying. I'm not in the business of proving anything to anybody. It all sounds like excuses, anyway. So yeah. So it's like, why even go down? So mm-hmm. it's like, do you do you just suck up your pride and let the person talk? Do you be like, mind your business, or do you just let the person rock? It's like, or do you do you not let the person rock? Do you start proving yourself? Well, so, be, because it was my sister. Yeah. I'm not going to flat out say mind your business. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because it's my sister. But if it was someone on the street. I would have been like, who are you talking to? You, you got to smack them. You know, I don't know. I mean, you don't got to smack them. I don't know if I'm going to smack them now, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> there I was am, no police, man. There was no laws. Man. Yeah, you know, but I'm just saying, like, I think it's based on who it is. And, yeah. like, and because it was my, it, because it was coming from my sister, yeah. it hurt, but it didn't hurt as much more than, like, you said, how you already you already working on it and then yeah. you got somebody just coming and really truth be told they probably been felt this yeah but they just like you know what they felt like they had to check me from the outside perspective because they like that's my little brother i want him to be good yeah. you get what i'm saying so that's why you got had a perspective i think it would hurt more if it comes from my girl mm. for some reason yeah because men want to be well me per se i i want my girl to view me as superman yeah, I want my girl to view me as strong and and not perfect, but damn near. You get what I'm saying? If she comes to me and says, "You need to lose weight," you ain't looking as good. I'd probably be like, well, who, <laughs> "Who are you looking at?" <laughs> you know? Go wash your eyes. You out. know, like, <laughs> I'd be like, "You wash your face? Like and, your eyes are a little crusty." You I'm sure like, you see me, right? So I'm like, if she ain't finding me attractive, who is she finding attractive? Mm. You get what I'm Interesting. saying? Because, like, with men, I feel like we're more physical. So, like, I judge how I look physical because I judge how she looks physically. You know, it's just how how the men are. You know what I mean? So, like, I definitely would take it harder depending on who it is. Yeah. Now, that makes sense. I think for me, so, you know, going back to our conversation since we're talking about girls. And this is not a relationship podcast. But, you know. Relationship is a big part of people's experience in this world. So, but for me, when when I was talking about like finances, right, mm-hmm. or providing, you said something that was interesting. You said that provision and goals, meaning or achieving goals, are not the same thing. Do you want to expound upon that? Yeah, and, and to you know, give a little backstory. I was saying like, if you have certain goals in your in your for your family or for your relationship. And, you know, say your wife is, you know, a stay-at-home mother, taking care of the household, mm-hmm. maybe even the finances, the budgets, all that, while you're, you know, working and providing for for everybody. She might think, you, you might say, hey, in about five, six years, I'm going to be, uh, I, I want to make this certain, certain amount of money mm-hmm. so that we can have certain things, right? Of course. Um, and that's the goals that you, you set. And let's say, you know, two years go by, you're not really... Like you're supposed to be at a certain place. You're not really at a certain place. You're not really working hard. No, let me not. I'll take that back. You're working. You're working, but you're not working as hard as you can. And you're not You're not really on it as, as you, you should be. And your girl's like, hey, this is what we wanted to do in about, 
four more years, like you got, we got, you got to start stepping up. Mm-hmm. Like you, I don't know if it's like whether it's like a business. Let's say you have a business, or let's say you you in the corporate world and you need to climb the last. Like she might be like, "Yo, what's going on?" Like let's let's step it up. Use and then we was going into the conversation. Well, if she already got the house, the house is, is being paid for. The cars are being paid for. Food is always on the table. Why is she even like talking about anything else? Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of want to touch on that. Like when you said provision and goal setting, it's not the same thing. Like, do you want to go into to your reason beyond that? The reason that I gave behind that is I used the basically the same example that you just gave. Where let's say if I've already provided a lifestyle to where she doesn't have to work. Mm. Right. She's a stay at home mom or like whatever, stay at home wife, because I made that happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like she didn't contribute to her financial stability. Okay. I made that happen. Mm. The life she has is because of me. Right. I will feel some type of way. Anything other than like the house is just cherry on top. If I want to make more money. It's because I want to make more money. It's not because I have to make more money. Mm. I take care of the house. I take care of you. So I will feel some type of way if my wife will come and be like, you ain't working hard enough on these goals. And I'd be like, you're not working. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, no, like, like. I mean, people be saying childbearing. Child and, and that's if she. Time job. And, look, and that's if she's a mom. <laughs> dude, that's true. So she's not a mom. Do you know? So I'm like, you're not working. I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're not a mom, oh boy, what are you doing? Look, but look, she can do whatever she wants as long as as long as I provide that. You I agree with you. So, if, so, if she's not, if there's no kids, <laughs> I don't don't talk. <laughs> Especially if you're not working, are you working a job that ain't Paying you nothing and look, you're doing this for fun. The disclaimer is you're not working uh, if I made that happen. If yeah. she if she's a stay at home mom or wife because she set herself up, yeah. then like it is what it is. You get what so I'm saying? Will you still allow her to check you? Though? No, but but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but but I'm saying if I built this life for us, yeah, right, you don't have to worry about money, you don't have to worry about um, where like the meal is coming from? Yeah, you could just focus on the house. Yeah, you can drive wherever you want to during the day because you don't have a job. You know, I will feel some type of way if she was to come to me and say, "Hey, you're not working hard enough on this. Yeah, on this business, on you building your portfolio, whatever it is." Because I'd be like, "Let me work," because this work because you said I'm working hard. But she knows, because she knows me, that I'm not really pushing it, you know? And I'd be like, first of all, your life is secured. You don't have to worry about a dime, you know? Let me figure out what I'm doing, you know what I mean? Now, that could be ego, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, don't ruin your situation. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What's going on? Don't ruin your situation <laughs> talking about mine, <mice>, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but 
the bills wasn't paid uh, this month, honey. Well, what's what's going on? I'm like, it looked like you need a job. Yeah, you wasn't working hard enough last month, huh? I guess we both need to start working hard. Yeah. But that's why it goes back to the overall broad point that that I was saying. Yeah. I think it matters who. Now, this is not to say that my wife doesn't matter, right? I believe she does matter. Okay. Right? <laughs> and depending on the arena yeah. it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I have a business partner who I am in equal ties to yeah, in, yeah. when it comes to the business, I can be like, yo, Chen... The way you've been podcasting the, the past couple episodes, yeah. hey, you gotta step up. Can I see the accountant, Chen? Like, you know what I mean? Can you open the books and you <laughs> and you over here sending me Excel spreadsheets let, and whatnot? Let me give you some business <laughs> advice, some anti-Joe business advice. If you are a business partner, it's not saying Roy and Mar not a business partners, but if you are a business partner and you don't know the books, you don't you don't know the accountant. Oh man, you need to sue right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. But going back to the whole wife, right? Help me. Um, and this is like wife. Like, this is like somebody you married. Even if, because at the time I was saying like, okay, certain goals, like there there are family goals and there, there's personal goals. But I'm, I'm going to even go one step further. So originally my, my stance was like, if your family goes like making sure, you know, the kids, college funds pay for, making sure retirement is set mm-hmm. up and all that stuff. And you, and there's certain benchmarks you haven't been meet, meeting and your wife should be able to check you. But I'm even going further because your example was like, let's say you, one of your dreams is to play for a, a major artist one day yeah. on the big stage. That has nothing like everything's paid for. You guys maybe even retired. And, um, and you know, you haven't really been practicing your drums like that. You said like she, your, your wife or whoever can't really check you because the life that she's living is, is, Secure, secure. Mm-hmm. Like everything else is like personal to me. If this is your wife, right, and there's nobody else, like at that point, you're the head of the household. Mm-hmm. Nobody could come into your household and really be like, you need to step up your personal stuff. Maybe a mentor, somebody that you deem as a mentor. Yeah, cause I'm about to say even after that, I, if I'm the head of the household, it's not like my brother could come in my house yeah, and, and, say, and like, tell me what to you do. You need to start practicing drums more. It's yeah, like, yeah. Nah, relax. So in my head, the only person that could really push me or or check me is my wife. That makes sense. One, because she knows, like she she's privy. Like you know, your sister might not be privy to the steps that you're taking, but your girlfriend is, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, and, or, or and, and your wife would be. So it's like if your wife knows like what steps you've been doing, what steps that you said you're going to start doing. I feel like she would be the only one, and she's gonna do it in love. You know, women be talking with compassion. I hope most of the time. I mean, they sometimes they be saying certain things that they don't understand that would trigger their ego, but they usually talk with love. She, I, I would think she would be the only one to check me on my personal goals. If I said this is something that I want to do by a certain date, I think she would be like, "Yo, you say you wanted to do this, like, why, why are you not working?" I mean, it might be a, a a, a dagger to the ego, but it might be that jolt that you need. Mm. Um, but I mean, one thing I'm learning is that everybody's different, right? So something that might work for me, because that's something that will work for me. If somebody, if somebody pokes at my ego and says you're not doing this, I'm like, okay, it's time to prove you wrong. Yeah. Um, but some people are like, 
don't even touch don't don't even play around with that like don't play around with anything with my ego mm. i got it i think i'm more that person yeah. i think i'm more like don't even come near it yeah. because i i don't know if i trust you to handle it with care yeah. as i would what you said is 100% logical but because we're human beings mm. i don't think that it will be checked in a caring way yeah or at least i won't see it from a caring spot you get what i'm saying because put like this if there was a time where you quote unquote pull me aside on a good day yeah you get what i'm saying sunny outside and we having a great day and you just pull me aside and say hey i just want to talk about your goals to see how are you going with your goals and also how can I help you? Yeah, like, 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 I think that's necessary. Yeah, too. like, like, don't tell me I'm not doing, and, you're not. and then you're not doing. You get what I'm saying? Like, how can I assist in these these goals, right? But in my opinion, I feel like the checking always happens when the rubber meets the road. It don't have to be. I feel like in relationships, it's always like, and you ain't doing this. You know, I'm just like, what, what, I feel attacked now. Yeah. Like, and that, and, and I'm not saying that from personal experience. I just feel like, I don't think that when things are good, people want to talk about the bad stuff. I feel like when things are bad, I feel like people be like, well, since we're here, yeah, I might as well just put everything out on the table. Now, that's only from if you marry or be with an ambitious woman. I yeah. remember my lady told me one time, she said, I think you want a businesswoman, and I'm not that. Mm. You get what I'm saying? She said, I'm not a businesswoman. I go to work, and once I'm done with work, I'm done done. with work. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I think I had to fix my psyche. Yeah. I didn't think I wanted a businesswoman, but I had to change it because I'm like, I'm ambitious because I'm a man, and I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Right? Okay. She cares. No, no, no. Like, I, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like I said, it is what yeah, it is. Well, let's go hard. You're no, right. I'm saying I'm I a, agree with you. I'm saying I'm a man. I agree with and you. And I'm supposed to lead my household. I agree with you. And I'm supposed to be ambitious, right? Yeah. She can de- because she's with me, right? She don't have to match my level of ambitions ambition. to be with me. Mm. You get what I'm saying? She can do the whole. Hey, you know what? I make this much amount of money. I can support myself. Yeah. And once I'm done with work, I don't go home and start a business. I don't go home and read on business. Yeah. I go home and I prepare for the next day yeah. for my job. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And there's nothing wrong with that. And, yeah. I, and I, had, I had to change my wiring with that, you know? But yeah, no, I, I think, you know, having that ego does play a, a large role. I think for me, you know... I have a big ego. One thing I learned, and you know, I have a quick temper too, but one thing I learned is like, just let it wait for a while for me. Mm-hmm. And then usually it sells, you know, it's like, okay, they do have a point. You start seeing like, whether it's like, you know, somebody pissed you off. It's like, wasn't even that serious. It's like, no, I'm like, all right, why you mad? And then you relax. Mm. Or it's like, oh, you know, somebody said, hey man, you, your shoe game is kind of, Kind of whack. Well, it's like, all right, boy. Like, <laughs> like I'm not about to spend sixty dollars. And you start looking at your shoes. It's like, man, it don't gotta be expensive, but it could at least be look clean, you know. So, at what age do you believe that checking should stop? If you believe that it should stop at a certain age, when you mean like 
you get to a certain age, you and get to nobody certain, can check you. Yes, because I feel like if you like, let me explain my point. Right. right? You gave the example of how your mother would give you like a in the next decade of your life, you need to have this in order. You need to do this. You need to do that. Yeah. But that's only because you was in your twenties. Yeah. Right. I don't believe she could be that hands on in your thirties, in your forties, fifties at that. Mm. So obviously in her psyche, there's an age or there's a point in your manhood to where she's like, you got to figure it out. At what point do you take it upon yourself? Or do you have that point where you like, okay, I don't need no more checking. Or do you feel like the door is always open if someone wants to correct me or something like that? Yeah, I think, you know, you move into different areas of life. You move into different spaces. You know, right now she's talking about just being as a person, right? As a human being, which is, you know, usually your parents role. It's like making sure you're the best human being possible. Mm hmm. Not really, you know, they, they touch on career. They touch on, like, fine finances, depending on who they are. But being a, a, a human being, like, they're, like, the general person. But then you got business partners or business uh, mentors or people that you looked for in business. And they might check. Or you even got employees, you know. I have employees. There's, there's a co-workers at my current job that check the CEO a couple times, you know. Um, not, not on some, like, you're a best. Yo, it's like. Yo, you know, like if you're going like let's let's talk about this or what about this? Like like they, they talk about certain things or like the company seems like it's not running as well as it could be. Maybe we do this. So I think like there's always gonna be space and areas and, and new frontier that you're 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 treading on as you move on in life that nothing's gonna be the same, you know. Even like things that you've done repeatedly, there's always room for improvement. Mm. And it's it's hard to find all those things by yourself especially if you've been doing things uh one way i think a lot of times when we feel like we can't be checked it's because we've been doing things a certain way for so long mm -hmm. and it's like i know how to do this but a lot of times because you've been doing it for so long it's like your eyes are are tunnel vision like this is the only way to do it yeah and you know you, you the classic story is the blockbuster story where netflix came to blockbuster and it's like hey this is the way we should, you know, go about, you know, uh, movies like digitally, mm -hmm. you know, like maybe this is the one. And Blockbuster is like, that don't make any sense. What, what you know? And Netflix spun out of Blockbuster and it became its own thing. And now it's one of the number is the number one streaming service. Matter of fact, it is Blockbuster, but in the digital era. Mm -hmm. So it's like. You never know, like just because you've been a, a giant in one one space or you've been uh, you know, killing it for so long doesn't mean that people with new ideas. So let me say this as when you're young, um, you should take advice from older people. Okay. But the older you get, the, the more that transition should go to younger people. So like 50s, 60s, I think that's when you need to be taking advice from younger people. Okay. Um, because they have fresh eyes. They've been living in this new world that you built that you you know your your peers built and they understand it better. Yeah, you're the architect, but they're the user. Mm. And because they're the user, they understand, okay, I've been doing it like this for so long. We could do it like this. This is this is a better way to do it. Mm. Whereas your mind don't work like that because you're so used to the the world that our parents and the generation before us built. So I think that's who I would be taking advice from.
um, you know, people that, that, that understand the world, the, the new world that we're in now, you know, when I'm in my 40s, 50s. And the way you do that is like mentorship. You mentor these kids and it's like they don't really check you, but they, they talk to you and they say, hey, this is some ideas. Have you ever thought about this? Will you ever go about doing this? Mm. Have you, you know, like digital currency? You talk to a lot of the old heads. They're not touching that. But they had like some mentors or not mentors. They had some mentees. Young, some of these young folks could teach them about cryptocurrency. I straight remember back in the day, the older folks were scared of MySpace. Mm. They were scared of Facebook. Talk about don't put your real picture up there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the old heads used to. Well, I don't know that they old heads because now they, you know, they, they were probably the MySpace people. Yeah. For me, I think the age for me is 30. And the only reason. And 30. Hear me out. That's right. A young age, man. But I. Let me uh, clarify. I don't mean nobody can check me at 30. Mm. I mean, when you turn 30, year old, 30 years old as a man, I feel like you need to pick your checkers. You need to be like, okay, my guy, my close circle group, mm. uh, my mentor, or maybe someone I look up to, but everyone's not going to be able to be hands on with me with, with whatever decision I make. Because you're in your teens and you're in your 20s, everybody give advice. Everybody give their perspective and things like that because, you know, you're still a, a, you're still a fresh adult, you know. But by that time, by, by the time that you begin everybody's input in throughout your 20s and now you're 30, you need to make a decision of what type of person you want to be and what type of grown up you want to be and and put yourself in a position to be under quote unquote, okay, if I want to be this type of guy, I need to, or or be this type of person, I need to take advice from that person more than just cousin Jojo or just Bobby off or just Bobby. That's somebody that I just knew that I went to school with. I think it has to be very specific of who checks me or who corrects me once I enter like full adulthood. That's, that's from my perspective. Like there's a certain amount of people who I view that will always have access to me. You get what I'm saying? Like my brother can come to me at any time and tell me, hey, have you thought about this? You know what I mean? And of course, I, I think because he's 16 years my senior, I think even the way he he would talk to me would change. Back in the day, it could be like, Chris, do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But once he realized and once I enter into that uh, adulthood, even the way he talks to me now is different. Yeah. It's more like I respect. Exactly. So is it that's why I'm like, I think I agree with you, but I wouldn't give everyone that access to me to be able to criticize a decision I made or to give me input on a decision that I will make. Unless I give it to you. You get what I'm saying? I think for me though, it's like and that's how the world works, right? To the point where you give all your advice to like kids or teens and young adults. But because kids are so, you know, like they're they're very impressionable, like at mm. the that age. Mm. That any advice could really like Shape. diminish mm-hmm. or really like, you know, inspire them to do whatever they want to do. Whereas like at thirty, I could filter through the advice I want. Because mm. I'm more sure as to like who I am. Like I'm like that's not for me, that's for me, that's not for me. 
That's for me. I think at 30, like you said, so I agree with you there. Like, you should know what kind of man you want to be. And if this advice or this this person checking you aligns with that that path that you're on, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, maybe I should take heed to that. Versus like, you know, as a teen, you don't really know what you where you want to be. It what, just sounds good. Yeah. So it's like somebody saying, don't do this, do this. It's like, why? And then on top of that, don't don't lose your thought. As a teenager or even younger than that, you really don't know what's bad advice unless it's like blatantly bad yeah. advice. You get what I'm saying? And nobody really explains. Exactly. So it's like if someone tells you to become a drug lord, of course, that's depending who it is. Yeah. Obviously, that's like you don't want to die or you don't want to go to jail. Yeah. But let's say if you was the owner of Blockbuster and, and someone comes and tell you about Netflix and if you're um older and if it don't align to... Everybody coming to your store and having this membership, you get what I'm saying? You're just going to throw it to the side besides you younger and you're just like, hey, let me just try it. Because people, children don't believe, most children don't believe that adults will give them something that will harm them, in my opinion. They be like, hey, even though children don't listen, quote unquote, yeah. it's not because they don't believe that the advice you're giving them is like, Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you get say, stop talking in class. Hey, stop running through the hallway. You may hurt yourself. Yeah. It's more of I just want to do what I want to do. Besides, like, hey, you're trying to harm me. Mm. Besides, like an adult. You get what I'm saying? No, I, and that's true. Um, and I think you know, as adults, we we even experience that with experts, right? Um, but yeah, it goes to your point. It's like if you like you you're already on that path. That advice doesn't really. And then, you know, we could get into even deeper topics about, like, should you always be so gone ho about your path? Because then you end up like a blockbuster or you mm-hmm. end up like a, you know, a MySpace or, you know, whatever company that felt right. Um, should you be so gone ho on the path that you're on that you, you don't navigate to something that somebody's like, hey, this is probably a better path. Um, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I mean. For me, yes. But <laughs> I could be wrong, you know. So with you, you feel like you should never have a place or come to a place in your life to where you don't take advice from anyone, but you have to be mature enough to know what to filter out. Yeah. That makes sense. I think so. I think so. I think the the older you get, the more advice you should be have you should, you should be receiving. Normalize advice. Normalize advice. Normalize everything in this day and age. Normalize advice. Everybody wants to now, do, now, do you have to be accomplished to give advice, though? Because it's like you say. I actually was listening back to one of our old episodes. Yeah. While we was uh while I was posting things on YouTube, and you said it on the Clubhouse episode mm. that they was giving advice on what to do with their portfolios and things like that. But they don't have portfolios. They have courses. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So does do you have to be accomplished to a point for the, for you to listen to them, for you to take some advice? You know what? Uh, so Kwame Brown had been on the news for... Shout out to Kwame Brown, man. For a while. And he was supposed to be the protege of Michael Jordan, the... The first Arguably. pick, the first pick of Michael Jordan made as president of operations of the Wizards. Uh, arguably, you know, Michael Jordan, arguably the best basketball player ever, right? Apparently, he is terrible. Not apparently. 
<laughs> Not apparently. We saw. <laughs> well, for me, he's you know, it's apparently I didn't really know this, but apparently he, you know, Charlotte, that's his team now. He's not in the NBA right now. Uh, no. Oh, uh, 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 you talk about Michael? Yeah, Michael. Yes, yeah. He he's the owner of the uh, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. And he has been terrible at building a team. Yes, right. And sometimes just because you have knowledge of a certain aspect of the the game doesn't mean you don't have knowledge of another aspect. So, for example, just because you know how to play basketball doesn't mean you know how to coach it. Mm-hmm. And just because you know how to coach it doesn't mean that like, you was the best basketball player, right? And so. I guess it's hard to really understand. And, you know, and life is like this. At the end of the day, you know, I said this probably at the advice episode. It's like, at the end of the day, it's your choice. Like, you can't really blame anybody for the, the advice that you take or mm. advice that you don't take. And, and you know, sometimes people are going to be wrong. I think, you know, that that's just the, the beauty of life. Like, you just got to try it, see if it works. If it doesn't work, try something else. Mm. Or retry it with some improvements. So, so I, I I won't say like you have to be accomplished or or if it sounds good, <laughs> that is that's that's scary. Not, yeah, if it sounds good to to what you're trying to accomplish, or you know, you my thing is if I hear it multiple times from different sources, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take heed to it. Mm. Or if they if, if they bro- broke it down logically, like for example, I wanted to buy a a a, a property up in um. In like an okay area. Okay. And that was my thing. I was like, I'm going to get really low. It's going to be really broken down. And then my auntie was like, well, don't do that. Buy a property, the same type of property. You know, it's not it's not beautiful. It's going to need some cosmetic work. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be some, one of the cheapest properties in the area. But make sure the area is a great area. Mm. One, you're going to get. So many people were trying to rent from that place. Two, anytime, you know, if things go terribly, you still have people coming in to rent. And then three, it's like that how home is going to appreciate. I mean, even if it doesn't appreciate, it's not going to go down in value because yeah. it's in a gray area. And that was probably, you know, uh, great advice. I never heard that advice. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think I heard it once or twice. But people usually say, you know, buy in a, a decent neighborhood. It doesn't yeah. have to be the best neighborhood. It just it, it it's just less of a gamble, basically. Yeah. I want you to explain on something, especially I think it fits this conversation of of like checking your peers or, or like letting people check you. You have a good perspective that I remember. Um, you actually mentioned it, but like you got off of it where you was like, people don't explain themselves. And you said you love to ask why. Like you make people explain their point, right? How did you get to that point? Because some people based on, let's say we go use the Joe Button uh, example. Hey, these are the numbers. What can you show me how? No, these is it. You get a calculator. You do what I said, because he feels like he's the boss and that he don't have to explain himself. And you said, because he is the boss, he should be explaining himself more because it's like, you should. I, 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 and, 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 and I'm not talking about just from a business perspective. I'm yeah. just talking about like from a, like, whenever I tell you something or give some, some type of intel, you just say why. And that's like, it forces that person to kind of like back up what they're saying. Like, how did you get to that point? Was it a time in your life where people just telling you anything and, and, and it wasn't like matching or anything like that? 
So I think I, I, I'll overthink. So that's always been an issue. So I always like try and see out different scenarios or, but I do remember this one point in math class. It was sometime in high school where the teacher was like, this is the, this is the formula to figure out, you know, the interceptors for a, a, a polynomial, a bipolynomial. But yeah, so I was like, but why, why is this the formula? Like how you, how you get to this? She was like, it just is. I'm like, okay, but <laughs> why is that the thing? Did somebody f- discover it? Like, was it like, was it just a magical thing that we knew? For instance, the Greek times. She was mm. like, it just is. It wasn't until like college that I figured out that you derived it from a, a different form of formula, right? Mm. But at the time, she just said it was just is, and that always struck me. I'm like, you the math teacher, and you can't explain to me why. This is the way it is. So I remember that very vividly because I, I, I realized that a lot of times people don't know why. And people just accept things as just is. And, and maybe that's, you know, that's just because there's so many other things to deal with. But it's like we, we live in a world where change is not done just magically. Mm. Change is really started with something like, why is it like this? Can we do it better? Because sometimes, you know, the why makes sense. It's like, why is it like this? Because people would die if it wasn't like this. Mm. Like, and it's like, okay, maybe you don't play with that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Versus like, oh, it's just how it used to be since the 1800s. 1800s. <laughs> Why? Oh, uh, no. Then we're going to do it like this now. Um, and then when you do it like this, now it's like people thinking you're a genius. But it's just like you just change it up a little bit. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think, you know. But going back to like the business part of it, like. You know, as as a as a as a boss or as a leader or as a as a person, you want people to feel comfortable. There's there's two types of people. There's there's people that don't care. Mm-hmm. As long as you get the job done, don't I don't need to worry about it. And there's other people they they just need to understand like where are we, like what are we doing. Like I don't like being confused. Mm. Like I don't like feeling like. And usually that's men. Men are usually that type of person. Like. Are you that person to feel like like basically you don't want to be confused? Yeah, don't I don't like pop ups. I don't like surprises. <laughs> like unless I said like I trust you, uh-huh. go ahead. Like I'm not, I'm not like I I need to know like okay what's going on. Like numbers, I need to know the numbers. Okay, not just because I don't I think you're stealing from me, but it's like for my own like why am I putting that the the correction the making sure it's accurate in your hands when I could do the same thing for me. Hmm. Um, uh, so that's kind of how I, I, you know, I see it. Um, and then going back to like this, you know, this two type of, you know, type of way people follow the leader, the boss, the, the, the person in charge. It's like either I respect or I, you know, well, respect our love or our fear. Mm. So it's like for people to garner that love for you, they got to garner, garner that trust. And you, if you're open. To a certain degree, you don't gotta be too open, but you're open enough. People usually respond with being as you know vulnerable with you and open mm. with you. So that makes sense. So I feel like if I'm going to check someone, that's why I feel like I can check anyone mm. because, as I said in the beginning, I don't check people that I don't care for that like I don't like. If I don't like you, I'm I'm not I'm not, even, I'm not even giving energy to you. That makes sense. So I feel like I'm doing it out of love. You know what I mean? I'm doing it because I care. You know what I mean? I'm not just doing it because I feel like I'm a parental, I'm some parental figure and parents care about their kids, but like you're not my child. But I'm saying like, hey, 
this can hurt you. I, I don't want to see you hurt or anything like that. It could be something as simple as that. And maybe I need to open my perspective of being allowed to be checked even by my future uh, stay-at-home wife, you know, what I mean? to tell me I'm not working hard enough. That's what I wanted to say. Okay, there we go. I feel like I think if so going back to your point about maybe not letting her check you all the time mm. because I think people get too comfortable when they check you multiple times. Now they checking you for everything. Mm. You know, it's like why you wake up at 610 you're supposed to wake up at 6 a.m every morning mm. it's like yo shorty <laughs> <laughs> i was up till like 4 30 last night like let's not you wake up at 11 <laughs> <laughs> like, relax you mm-hmm. know um but i do think like your significant other especially if it's serious if it's serious enough or if it's like you're really dropping the ball she, she there should be a reserve right to be like we need to do better and, but not only we need to do better, how can I help? Exactly. How can I help, you know, push you towards your goals? Like, can I, you know, every time you go in drumming, do you want me to t- take the kids somewhere? Do you want me to, uh, you know, cook you food to make sure you're you're more focused? Like, how could we could we achieve your goal? And then say, like, vice versa. Shorty says, hey, I want to start a business by, you know, so-and-so year. Okay. All right. How could we put money? Like, what what could we do to to start that? Mm. You know, you you check each other's seriousness, and somebody's just talking, just talking. Yeah. You, you let them rock, but they're like serious about it. It's like, okay, let's let's let let me get you an accountant. Let me get you a lawyer. Let me get you, you know, your LLC. Mm-hmm. I can buy the products. Let's get this this rolling. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you gotta do it out of love, man. Yeah, out of love, and not too often. Don't be don't be that guy, especially if you're not. Especially if you're not rocking like that. Like, <laughs> like you over here checking me. I'm looking at your sit. I'm like, yo, relax. Don't check me like that. Check me out of love and check me not too often. <laughs> like, if you're always checking me out. So I'm basically, it's out. basically a circus ad. I, I got to do it out of love and I and like I can't do it every yeah. every two days. It's like a gal gel free car. It's like, you, should I use it now? It's oh, not that serious. Tuck it back in. Once a month? I don't even once a month. Though. That's twelve times a year. You get checked by your friends twelve times. You get checked by your loved one twelve times a year. Like, what are you doing to get checked? Like, like I just gotta fill this quarter up. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, but yeah, yeah, I feel you. Anything else, man? Nah, man. Uh, subscribe, follow, like, share the podcast share. too. It's a lot of selfish people out here just listening to it and not passing it on. Don't be silly. Share the podcast. Subscribe uh, to the YouTube newsletter, newsletter, Instagram. I'm posting the clips that I'm posting on Instagram is completely different than the YouTube experience. So go back and forth. Blessings. Blessings. Blessings.